Hello, I'm Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. Welcome to my Built to Thrive podcast. Now, if you've ever heard the phrase, food is medicine, then please keep listening as today, I'm going to show you how you can eat yourself happier. Reaching for fried and fatty food can feel really comforting on a cold, wintry day. Here in the UK, something like a hot pie, roasted potatoes and gravy, followed by a large serving of chocolate pudding and custard, can momentarily make you feel so much better. The food hug of those carbohydrates stimulates production of the love hormone serotonin. But this kind of food isn't as comforting as you may think in the long term compared to that feeling you get in the moment when you're eating it. Now, I'm not talking about things like guilt or putting on weight. What I'm talking about is what certain kinds of food do to your brain. Make no mistake, what we eat impacts our brain and our mental health. Food really does affect our mood. You may have heard me before on the podcast talk about the importance of eating things like leafy greens and a colorful rainbow of vegetables. But sadly, most typical Western diets are actually pretty beige. There's also the additives, preservatives, colorings, and refined fats that many processed foods are cooked in. And think about the sweet things that we crave and tend to eat more of at this time of year. We know from the research that high sugar diets can lead to an increase in the same inflammatory markers that are raised in people with depression. Now, I think it's pretty clear now that a lot of the foods we found ourselves relying on over the past 50 years or so has definitely contributed to an increase in depression throughout the Western world. Yet for me, what is incredibly exciting is that we're now accumulating more and more research showing that when we change our diet for the better, that can have a significant improvement on our moods. I think as a clinician, that's really, really exciting. And certainly not something I was taught at medical school and not something that most doctors are using as a tool with their patients. Now, over the last couple of years, I've spoke to many world-leading researchers on my long-form podcast, Feel Better, Live More, including Professor Felice Jacker. Now, Felice is the head of the Food and Mood Centre at Deakin University in Australia. She's also the president of the International Society for Nutritional Psychiatry. And her work has shown that junk food shrinks the brain. Her research was motivated by personal experience. When she was in her 20s, she struggled with regular bouts of depression that she said often left her feeling devoid of happy feelings and unable to experience pleasure. And for her PhD study in 2010, she found that women whose diets were higher in vegetables, fruit, fish, and whole grains were less likely to have depression or anxiety disorders compared to those who ate processed foods like pizza, chips, burgers, white bread, and sugary drinks. In 2017, she did a trial called Supporting the Modification of Lifestyle in Lowered Emotional States, also known as the SMILES trial. In that trial, there were 67 people who suffered from either moderate or severe depression. And basically, she split these people up into two groups. One group received what we call social support, which is a well-known sort of treatment modality for depression. The other group were asked to change their diets with dietitian support. After 12 weeks, 33% of those who had changed their diets were in remission compared to only 8% of those who'd had the social support. Let's just stop for a minute and think about that. 
These were people with moderate to severe depression and a significant number of them put their depression into remission simply from changing their diets. Other studies have found that the less healthy your diet, the smaller your hippocampus, and that's the brain region that's associated with memory, emotional regulation, and mental health. So what foods then should we be eating to help support our mood? Well, essentially it comes down to unprocessed food. In that SMILES trial, what were people eating? They were eating a diverse range of colorful fruits and vegetables. They were having things like olives and nuts. They were having fatty fish a few times a week. They were having lean meats. Essentially, it was a, it was a varied, diverse, unprocessed diet. Now, I think it's important, you'll have heard me say this on the podcast before, there is no one perfect diet for everyone. You know, we all have different preferences, we all have different tastes, but I think what holds all healthy mood-supporting diets together is that they're largely unprocessed. You know, the sort of traditional foods that we've eaten for the bulk of our evolution. So I think that's the main place to start. And I've seen this over and over again with my patients. When they move to largely unprocessed diets, yes, there are improvements with their physical health, but you also see huge improvements in mental health as well. Now, a few years ago, there was something called the Antidepressant Food Score that was published. 12 antidepressant nutrients were identified in both plant and animal-based foods. And the researchers behind this study concluded that deficiencies in any one of these nutrients can lead to depression. They include folate, iron, long-chain omega-3 fatty acids, magnesium, potassium, selenium, thymine, vitamin A, vitamin B6, vitamin B12, vitamin C, and zinc. So what does that actually mean in practical terms? Well, here are a few of the top plant-based antidepressant foods then. Watercress, spinach, lettuce, fresh herbs, peppers, pumpkin, cauliflower, lemon, and strawberry. And the antidepressant animal foods would include oysters, clams, mussels, crab, tuna, lobster, salmon, herring, and snapper. And if you can focus on foods which are high in these minerals, you really can start to eat your way towards better mental health. Just like speed reading or memory exercises are tools to improve your brain, I want to suggest to you that your knife, fork and spoon are equally powerful tools for your overall health and well-being. That's all for today. Tomorrow, I'll be back to look at how sleep and rest can help your mood. I'll see you then.